Podcasts. Closet Talks. Uh, it's the podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. Today's a very special episode because we're doing the introduction as Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Uh, Discord ASMR. ASMR. Thank you so much. I just said that. We're going to have a cocktail now. Oh boy. What's it like? Yours is very special. Recipe for disaster. Okay. Ready? No. Cheers. She can't keep it together over here. Alright, try your try your drink. Ew. It's good. You're just making shit up now. Well he burned off the mic cover with the fire from this drink. Okay, that's enough. I can't do it anymore. I hate it. I, I, I hate it, it so much. It. This chip is really good, but I hate it. No anyway, thank you for sticking around for um. Yeah, <laughs> this is closet talks. Um, <laughs> we just figured that would be fun because uh, why not? You let us know if it's a good or a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it's already happened. So we um we're coming to you live from my bedroom on my bed <laughs> because I cannot get into the closet. Not because it's not clean. Um, I took a tumble down the stairs yesterday. Girl, she tried to slide. And <laughs> I went down and I almost broke my ankle on the landing and then slid all the way down the stairs. Which is impressive because it's... I made the turn. <laughs> and <laughs> Clear the turn, folks. Cleared the turn. And um, yeah, I almost broke my... Wait. You fell down the stairs? I fell down That's the impressive. stairs. I only know how to fall up the stairs. Yes. Um, I, I tend to slip down those stairs anyway. I don't know. I think it's because I just, I don't know if I'm walking on the balls of my feet or the, the heel. I don't know. Well, you're going to think but about it from now on. Yeah, well, now I can only go down one step at a time, one <laughs> leg at a time. <laughs> Uh, I tore like some leg day. Yeah, I tore some ligaments in my in my ankle. Nice. Went to the doctor this morning and x-rayed it, and they're like, "You're gonna wear a boot." Wait, for it was x-rayed or x-rated? Both. Oh. I asked they if I could be naked, and they, they said saw yes. And they saw inside of you. <laughs> Don't you always think it's funny that uh, x-ray like technicians? They're like, "All right, um, yeah, this is completely safe. Let's put this lead vest on you, and then lead this and lead that, and they go run and hide like they're gonna <laughs> launch a fucking missile." It's like whenever they take your. Uh, x-rays at the, the dentist i always close my eyes like i think that like if i don't my eyes are gonna like explode oh it goes right through your eyes uh, it sure <laughs> does but I, you know what i've done it forever so i still do it right do they see me do it probably yep but um but they're like no this is completely safe and then they run and hide like they're and, about mm, to launch tnt okay and from like mile away okay you're good <laughs> thank thank you so much um so, yeah, we, we took a little hiatus. Um, we're back in the same place, though, because the last episode we were not in the same place. Yeah. We had my parents on, and I was in Texas, and that seems like a decade ago, honestly. It, like, it, everything, it it's time means nothing. It's so strange because, like, I, I go from being like, um, are you still eating chips? Just one. Okay. Um, I'm piss off. But I go from, like, oh, that, you know, certain things like being at work. 
I haven't worked since March, but it feels like that was two weeks ago. But yep. then there's things that happened two weeks ago that I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so long ago. And it's just, it's very strange. It's a strange time. Conversing with someone uh, yesterday, the day before, and she was like, oh yeah, like uh, maybe if a girl turns five. And I said, five. I remember when you made the announcement that you were pregnant. Yeah. And like, you know, when did this event happen? Oh, it was like six years ago. Yeah. I thought it was like two. It's very strange. This is what getting older feels like. You have no perception of time. Yep. Because it doesn't. I mean, it matters, but it matters a little less when you're an adult than when you're a child because, you know, you can't wait to grow up. But as an adult, you're like, no, I'm good. You just said the word converse. And every time I hear that word, I think of the episode from RuPaul's Drag Race. The, the, um, it's an untucked episode where one of the queens is like, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to conversate with her and I'm not going to conversate with her. And Jujubee's like, I think it's converse girl. And she's like, what? And she goes, just say talk, just say talk. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me every time oh, I think of it. Woof. <laughs> just say talk girl. Just say talk girl. It's fine. So what are we talking about today? This episode was written by not me this time. So this is a collection of, um, <clears throat> not, not memes. Um, inspirational memes, inspirational quotes that I have stumbled across on <clears throat> Tiki talk. God bless. It is saved because I'm still learning how to do things. I stumbled across today. And we're going to take a moment and talk about how I stumbled into um, Falcon protecting vineyards from auspicious and shady birds that will eat their grapes. TikTok. Mm. Yeah, it was really cool. I was there for like 30 minutes and now they're probably going to pop up everywhere. But um, yeah, so Tiki Talk is saved um, from uh, the Cheeto. Thank goodness. Uncle Donnie came through. Uh, well, he really didn't, though. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he did. It, he threatened, like, the whole the way the whole thing went down is he threatened to close it down if a, an American company did not buy it. And probably spot people it. held out until the very last second, and then they're like, okay, fine. And, of course, Donald Trump being the business person that he is, he included... You know, use that term loosely. So this is I I did a little bit of research. <gasps> you did. And what do you find? Honestly, I think what he did for TikTok is not a bad idea. No, because it's based now in the United States, and there's it's based it's in the United States. But the deal that he struck with these people was that they were going like TikTok Global was going to donate five billion, mm-hmm. either five million or five billion. Um, it's a big number. Uh, donate to the American education system. Okay. So I was like, well, that's cool. Okay. I'd take At it. least he did that. Um, what he's going to do with that, I don't know. But I thought that was kind of cool that, oh. you know, that's a large number of, right. of dollars going into the American so education system, like which desperately zip. needs it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you have people like Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Woof. Bless I her heart. I cannot stand Betsy DeVos. I look at her and I just want to. I want a cooter slam oh, her. I can't stand her. Did, did you say cooter slam? Cooter slam. Just like cooter. knock her right in the cooter. Cooter? <laughs> I just, I can't stand her. I've never had the urge to knock just anyone the fact in the that cooter, she always, But she looks like a Karen. She always has that smug look on her face. And she's just like, she has, it's, she's so smug. And she's like, I, I'm Betsy DeVos. I've never even been inside a school. Um, <laughs> but I am in charge of the education system. <laughs> 
I think, what did she say that one time that SNL said a direct quote and everyone was like, oh my God, that's so funny. And they're like, no, that's not a skit. That's a direct quote. She was like, I think guns should be in school in, you know, in case of a potential grizzly. What kind of school do you go to that has a grizzly? Colorado. Or North Dakota. Or um, if you go to Michigan, they have brown beers Mm -hmm. and black beers. When my family used to... sleeping bears, but they sleep in the dunes. Anyways. When my family uh, used to vacation to Colorado, that was one of our pastimes was to go... And find grizzlies? Uh, We would go to like the camp. You didn't say no. The camp. No, that's exactly what we did. We went to um, the campsite dumpsters where they would raid through them and we would park like 25 feet away and turn the headlights off and we would just wait and you'd see like a family of bears coming down and they go into the dumpster and like one's like handing things over to the other ones. I'm like, this is like live action Yogi Bear. Uh, Yeah, except that Yogi's got very, very sharp claws. Yeah. But I was like, that was really cool. We used to do that. It was a pastime. It's very cute and extremely dangerous. I'm sure it was, but we were we were far enough away. Did you you ever run out of food in the car? Because that's oh no, that's no, no, no. we didn't do cars that. get wrecked. Yeah, we didn't do get, that. Get get wrecked. Um, so yeah, I was uh, we were browsing the TikTok, and you know, I stumbled into inspirational TikTok, and of course, the gentleman who was reading all the, some of these, I was like, I feel soothed, and I feel like you spoke to my soul. And there's also music in the background, but you know, I found things here and there. Over the years, so I just made a list, and I figured we could we could go off a couple of them. Um, let's see. You had the first one, actually. You brought this up before. Do you wanna do you wanna hit that one? Uh, which one? Uh, from Michelle Obama. Oh, um, yeah, I love that one. Um, I want it stitched on a pillow or something. We need to do better at putting ourselves at the top of our to do list. Ooh. Especially that is now. absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I say the other day? I sent to you. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to. Um, it was your other. Oh, your your other it, Dylan. Was, it was someone that I was doing their hair. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm learning that self-care is not selfish. And I was like, oh, I love that. It's self-care is not selfish. No. And it, we've talked about it before. There's different kinds of self-cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, self-care is like paying a little bit extra for a haircut because it makes me feel so attractive and so put together. And it raises your and fresh. feel of self-worth. Yeah. Well. And then I come home and I give my beard a trim, like an edge up. And then I do a face mask, you know, like things like that. But, some, you know, some people self-care is sitting in a bathtub with a glass of wine. I used to do that at the old house uh, when we had a slightly bigger bathtub. I would run a bath. You, and you would run a bath. I would run a bath. <laughs> and then puff, puff. Put, uh, I would put my laptop on the toilet. Pro- yeah, that's safer. <laughs> just, yeah. And I would watch a movie until the water went cold. You put the toaster right on the edge and have toast as well. So baby, pull me closer in the bathtub with a toaster. Or whatever they said. I don't think that was close. <laughs> you nailed it, man. Keep doing you. But yeah, self-care is not selfish. And no, putting yourself at the top not. of your to-do list is like the best thing that you can do because in the, uh, we were watching an episode of Queer Eye where they were teaching the firemen how to take care of themselves. Ah, yes. And the little tiny minute that you could find 
you know, and these macho men are doing face masks and they're like, this is a lot of fun. And you're like, well, yeah, because you feel you feel better mm-hmm. at the end of it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, the world says you shouldn't worry about those things. And on a different note, speaking of self-care, as soon as I go home, I'm going to get many pedos with my sisters because I did that with my mom when I went home. Oh, it sounds so nice. That's the last time I had a Manny and a Petty, and I kind of want another set because it's been a while. Yeah. Normalized boys painting on their nails because you know what I'm going to get done? They're probably going to be black with some sort of sparkle. Well, I'm going to walk over to that wall and I'm going to pick out the sluttiest black I can find. <laughs> <laughs> Patent leather. Black number two. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm vegan. I can't even. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Not even the name of the color. No, it's oh just my God. so. Level four vegan taboo. Can't eat anything that casts a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, The Simpsons. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, yeah this is. Yeah, it was The Simpsons. Like, are you lo- are you uh, stage four? And I said, no, I'm like a three and a half because <laughs> um, I just I'm not the super pushy pita vegan. No, there's this the one lady level. on TikTok that Ugh. I can't stand, and she's like. Every time she starts a video, she opens up her blouse oh. to reveal a tank top. Oh. And she says, why the fuck aren't you vegan yet? And oh. it's just like, let me take a detour okay. and talk about this. And then she'll post all these like awful videos. And some of it is not correct. Like a lot of it is stuff shared from PETA. And you know how I feel about PETA. I know how you feel about PETA. PETA they, is a good source well. of information. <laughs> However, they are very drastic in their uh, in their ways about right. delivering side information. And do I is a lot of the, some of the stuff they say? Yeah, it's very true. And a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I don't like that because it's true," and they know it, and they don't want to admit that because when they admit it, then they feel bad, and See, that's what it is. However, the one that you should not push your beliefs upon somebody right. at the hope that they will adhere to them. Like the one thing, like when it when it comes to we're dating, in the season of dating. that. This is election season, so we're in the season of people pushing their beliefs on other people. Yeah, thank you, Facebook. <laughs> um, but I mean, it, when I when someone's you know talking about you know dating or like going out and they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I would go vegan for you, and my response is, please don't. The, the reason for you, you, yeah, that is not a reason to do it. No, and it is like it. It also feels like something they can hold over your head, you know, and you know how I feel about that. But like, you it's the same, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't work out for anybody but yourself. No. I mean, if I find someone and be like, I've been trying and you know, it's nice to have someone to do it with. That's a little different. That's different. But if you're like, oh, this was never my lifestyle before and I, I, I want to make changes in it. That's fine. But if you're like, oh, I'm doing this for you. Oh, this is one mm-hmm. of those lifestyle changes that you need to do for yourself. Right. Because if you're not committed to it mentally and like spiritually honestly yeah. like it you it's just gonna rub you the wrong way and you're not gonna see an effect or a response from it so right don't be vegan because someone thinks you should be do it because you want to and if you don't want to that's okay yeah, that's the level of vegan am i don't care because you shouldn't care what i'm doing but if you want to care what i'm doing you're gonna get near full yeah so um <laughs> Speaking of working out, I started working out at Orange Theory. Yeah, which is the lighting no there is terrible. Joke. It's all orange. Oh, you don't like it? I oh, know. I love it actually. No, I love it. I like better. It's like it's light. it's so like soothing to be in there. It's not like harsh lighting. Well, could Except you imagine if it was called my Red classes, Theory? Well, <laughs> my classes I always go at like four fifteen. That's the time slot I always go to, 
and it never fails. I get on the treadmill and the light is coming through the blinds and it's like right in my eye. And I'm like, get a different treadmill. There's like, well, they assign you. You can't pick your own number anymore. No. Social distancing, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're either going to be on one, three, five, seven, nine. Yeah. That kind of thing. All right. Um, That's acceptable. Yeah. But the, um, I started, I joined Orange Theory and I really enjoyed it. I have lost eight pounds already. Yay! I feel stronger. Um, however, I have to take a three and a half to four week hiatus because of my stupid ankle. The need to go down the stairs. How dare you? I know, right? At you four in the morning. I fell at four in sweat. the morning. Wait, you told me at like two in the afternoon. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, man. Mary. I fell. At four in the morning because I got to the bottom of the stairs and I said, is anyone awake? And no one responded. And I was like, I'm on my own. And I hobbled over to uh, the the couch and I was like, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. And then I was able to walk <laughs> upstairs and I was fine. But are you fact checking me right now? Are you sure I am? Uh-huh. Well, if I did say After 2 p.m. After you sent me a <laughs> if picture I did of say a crutch in your feet, and you know I love feet pics. Right. Thank you, Tim Gunn. If I did gift. say it was at 2 p.m., uh, I did not mean that. And I don't know why I would have said that. So um, I fell 2.02 in the afternoon. Yeah. I, I thought that you, you had I woke walk- up. You tried falling at 4 o'clock in the morning and then not sleeping in. Why did you not send something like... Help me, I'm poor. Because no one answered me when I said, is anyone awake? Did you sound like that? Like a little timid mouse? I would have been like, wake up. Um, I didn't. Okay. 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 If we're going to go there, I didn't want to cause a big scene because I didn't want one of you to be like, I'm taking you to the emergency room because a bitch can't afford the emergency room. Welcome to America. I'm going to be completely honest. I was like, I can't afford the emergency room. So if I wake all of them, somebody is going to be like, uh-huh. I'm going to take you to the emergency room and I can't afford it. So that's why I didn't yell that that much. Huh. I figured that like Daxon would be awake because... He doesn't sleep. He, well, he and I stayed up that night watching Hellraiser 2. And um, yeah, so that's why. But yeah, I text you at 2 o'clock because that's when I woke up. I know. It's the only time you wake up anymore. Incorrect. I woke up this morning at 8.15. I was very confused that to go to the doctor. Message. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, uh, wrapping back around to self-care. Self-care, yes. Yeah, it's not selfish. No. Do I actually found something <laughs> that was relative to my situation, being an introvert. Wow, I'm an introvert. Who knew? Um, and it says... Um, This is in regards to other people. It says, I like being alone. I have control over my own space. Therefore, in order to win me over, your presence has to be better than my solitude. You're not competing with another person. You are competing with my comfort zone. Oh, shit. That slaps. That was sexy. Say it again. (laughs) I like being alone. I have control over my own space. Therefore, in order to win me over, your presence has to be better than my solitude. You're not competing with another person. You are competing with my comfort zone. Oh, I love that. I've never been. That makes so much sense. It does. And I'm glad it exists because I've never been able to like explain it to people who don't understand it. Like people who are very extroverted. 
I, I, I don't know how to explain it to them yeah. because it's not a mindset that they are accustomed to. So, and I, I respect that, you know, just like I don't get that makes so much sense because like there are people that I like hanging out with because I like hanging out with them. But then there are other people that I'm like, if I don't see this person, I'm not going to be upset. So that make that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense, especially with like falling. Jeez, how do I say this? Falling for someone mm-hmm. when you find it, because I'm I'm an anxiety ridden person. And so are you. Um, there's a reason I watch the same movies and the same television shows over and over and over. Like I, Daxon, I Daxon came in. About this. Daxon came in the other day and he was like. Oh, you're watching RuPaul's Drag Race uh, reruns again? And I was like, I sure am. And he was like... I think the same thing. <laughs> when I'm watching it? Yeah, I go... Oh. Well, it's my favorite TV show. Obviously. And I know how it ends. I know how every episode goes. There's no anxiety at all. So I can sit back and relax and watch it. Um, I dated a guy, um, my last ex, um, who did not enjoy watching anything he's already seen. So oh, that, that, makes I, that was weird to me. I thought, I thought that was weird to me because he, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm watching Jurassic park. And he's like, Oh, I saw that a long time ago. I was like, do you want to watch it with me? And he was like, no, I've already seen it. Well, yeah, but it's still entertaining. And he yeah, was if like, you want to save space in your brain for other <laughs> films. And he was like, no, I only like to watch movies once. And I was like, uh, can't relate. Like I went and saw Ready or Not oh. three or four times in <laughs> theaters. It's pretty good, like, by the way. It's such a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel naughty for laughing at certain parts. I'm like, tell you, <laughs> is is it's okay? It's okay. But yeah, I that that makes total sense when you're like falling for someone. Um, you want to be around that person a lot mm-hmm. because you're seeing that they are compatible with your comfort zone. Absolutely. And they start becoming your comfort zone. Oh, that's a good one. So I think the good, the thing about compatibility is especially with this is so solitude is defined as a state of or situation of being alone, but you can be alone. Does this make sense? Can you be alone with another person and both be alone? Yeah. So, like, my best friend, Jessica, we have the capability of just sitting together and honestly just doing nothing. And, and you and those I do are that. Gonna, yeah. And you and that's I do that probably why we, lot. we work well because I can be, <clears throat> you know, crafting and you can be, you know, reading something on your phone. or We're We can be in the same in the room doing even, completely different things, not even talking to each other, but you're still enjoying each other's company. Uh-huh. And I don't feel uncomfortable. Especially these days. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, there are days when you come home and I'm like, oh, thank God, because I've been bored all day. Aww. I have nothing. I have nothing going on. I Like, I'll craft for a little while. I'll work on my little haunted dollhouse that I've been working on. If you haven't That's seen cool. it, it's really cool. Um, I took a child's uh, here, I have a picture. A I'll Fisher. show you guys here. Ready? <laughs> Look at it. You a see Fisher it? Price. It looks so good. It's a Fisher-Price kids playhouse, uh, dollhouse, and I painted it black and then started painting details and everything. It looks like the, the Adams family house, but it's got carpets. And yeah. We're uh, going to work on the kitchen. It's got a, but a, I'll do that. A charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
what do they call it? Shark coochie board? Shark coochie board. Shark coochie yes. board. And, uh, but I, I'll do that for a little while and then I'll work on some wigs and then just to keep my skill fresh, you know, and then, um, I'll have maybe a client to do for hair and then I'm just like, I have nothing else to do. I've watched TV. Sometimes I'll just go to the mall to walk around yes. and I'm still by myself. And then when you come home, I'm like, oh, thank God. We can like watch a movie. We can TikTok. We can, you know, do whatever. God, we love Tiki Tech. Yeah. I don't know how to call it TikTok anymore. I, I know. Tiki-tack. I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> um, but we're, we're, we got popular a little bit, by the way. We did get popular. Um, I went from having four followers to right now. Let me, you know what? Let me check how many oh followers boy. I got. We're all stupid. It's, all it's stupid funny. I was TikToks. I was hanging out with Rashad the other day, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I, I gained all these followers. And he was like, that's a weird flex, but okay. I was like, no. I was like, I'm not flexing. Uh, but also. I, I have 13,000 followers. Yes. Because I tell horrible, Ugh. disgusting, dark humor jokes to Dylan, and then I film his reaction, and people think it's hysterical. Ugh. So, um, our first one blew up because (laughs) get it blew up because, uh, we were in BJ's wholesale and I grabbed a giant thing of popcorn kernels and I was like, Hey, can you make me a promise that when I die, you stuff me full of these things. So when I go in the cremator, Uh -uh. popcorn's ready. I walked away and people thought it was hysterical. It's disgusting. So, uh, that video alone, I gained like 8,000 followers. (laughs) I was like, okay. And, uh, we've had a couple since then, but Uh Um, yeah, like we're, you and I are able to sit in the same room, not talk to each other and just do separate activities. Mm -hmm. And I I think I've only ever had that with one X. And you're not getting rid of me ever. So I know. Sorry about your luck. Um, (laughs) he was the doctor and I was able to like, he'd be in the corner at the, uh, at the breakfast nook doing his homework or studying for, you know, whatever. And I'd be in the living room watching RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> and, no. or a horror movie of some sort. And neither one of us are talking to each other, but we were able to still be engaged that way. And, um, you don't need to fill the silence with no. just, Oh God, small talk. <gasps> but then X's after that, I always felt the need to be like, fill the silence because mm-hmm. there was this awkwardness and it just wasn't working. That's why we're no longer together. Ooh. And um, I, have, I have one, I actually wrote down one for that. Um, what you got? Is it? Uh, 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 oh, where is it? Shoot. I got a lot of things here. Um, keep talking. Let me look for it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I was able to sit in the same room and not do the same activity. And, uh, a couple of my exes and I just haven't had that connection of being able to do that because um, it does take a special person. And I, I really enjoy that though. Like having someone compete against your comfort zone, because if you're with the right person, that person does become your comfort zone and they become home to you. And have you ever heard that song? Um, it was in Noah's Ark. Remember that show? On Logo? Uh-huh. Oh, God, the gay channel. Oh, I so do good. remember that. But anyway, yeah. I didn't have it, so I didn't watch it. Okay. 
Um, actually, I might buy it honestly. Both seasons are like fourteen I bucks for for both seasons. A premium like channel, and um, you had to pay extra. Uh, move yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a it was this song. It was so beautiful. I think I have it downloaded. Let me see what the artist's name was. Um, I'm gonna actually tell you what the lyrics are too because. I found the thing for you if you want to. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that. So it says, as I look back on my life, I realize that every time I thought I was losing something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. So any X exists so you could see that there was something better to come along. And you learn everything. You learn this and that from each person. You know, there's a reason why everyone's in your life. But, um, you know, we, we stand a a learning moment from yeah from people no matter how good or uh not bad but constructive learning experience you have mm-hmm. <laughs> um so. i found the song it's called home to me by josh kelly okay it's like him and a guitar and that's it oh we love this and i love these the bridge i'll sh- share for you later the bridge into the chorus lyrics are cuz it's you that i'm running to baby Cause it's you that I'm feeling for lately. It's like the other pain that never goes away. And it starts today. Cause you are home to me. You are home to me. Yep. Isn't it perfect how the memories, they feel the same. Isn't it amazing how the song remains unchanged? It's just beautiful song. It's a beautiful song, but it's about falling in love with someone and, and realizing that they are your other half and they are your comfort zone and they are home. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I have. I, get I had that once upon a time, Oof. and I haven't had it since. And well, I know it's out there. The trick is to find someone that compliments you instead of completes well, you. Okay, so let me rephrase. I had that with someone, but I had it because I was looking through rose-colored lenses. Mm, so I was ignoring everything that he did that was horrible and focusing on what was great. And then that ended up biting me in the ass. Mm. Guess what? And I know that my family wanted me to end up with him because we were, we were great together. Would you say you gave him lots of chances? Oh yeah. I mean, we both did. I, he gave me, Second chance, third chance, fifth chance. I gave him the same. We were just not a good, we were just not a good fit. And we were trying to fit puzzle pieces together that didn't go together. We were trying so hard to make it work. I have one for that. Of course you do. I do. Because I I felt it. I said, the more chances you give someone, the less respect they'll start to have for you. They'll begin to ignore the door and it gets better. They'll begin to ignore the standards that you've set because they'll know another chance will always be given. They're not afraid to lose you because they know no matter what, you won't walk away. They get comfortable with depending on your forgiveness. Never let a person get comfortable disrespecting you. Oof. Yeah. How many times did I get cheated on? (laughs) All right. I'll forgive you this time. Okay. I forgive you again. Okay. Just takes one time. I forgive you again. One time is all it takes. They say, oh, okay. that's what that's what I said for years and years and years. And then I was in the moment it happened and I was looking through rose colored lenses and I was like, 
It's because mm-hmm. you don't want to admit to yourself this is exactly what you've been trying to avoid. And to do that would I mean I think it's because I was too focused on oh, but I'm going to make this work and we're going right. to get we're going to get married and things are going to happen for me and I'm you know uh it's cuz you tell yourself that yes, I see this happen to others, but I can get over this and through it and you know they can't. Right. And that's that's a very real thing. <laughs> I um I had a realization the other day. Um, uh, that's oh, a Raven moment. I don't know. If, well, you know, I've already started. I might as well talk about it. Oh, um, not something I plan on talking about to anyone. But um, when we we did a podcast not too long ago, when I when I talked about you know going on a certain dating app and <laughs> finding someone to take me out on a date because I couldn't afford to eat. Uh, you're not the only one I know who does that. I know. So there's no shame. Does I don't do that anymore. That was that was well probably because there's a pandemic. <laughs> I I did that a long time ago. But I knew someone who um, did it to get donuts from somebody. <laughs> so trust me, you're fine. I'm and you know there. this person because they did know the dinosaurs were real. Mm-hmm. Okay. They thought the Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh my god. This person thought that dinosaurs were a fake thing that Hollywood made up just to make money off of Jurassic Park. But anyway, uh, I digress. I digress. Um, But I, I had this like realization the other day and it was like on accident, honestly, because I was having a dream and I woke up from this dream. I woke up. Well, I, I forced myself to remember it because I wrote it down because I woke up and it was a nightmare Oh, so I woke up from it and I was like, I have to write this down because I know it's a lesson that I need to learn. And I don't, I don't use people anymore. I used to, and this is going back like five years, six years, seven years, eight years, 10 years. I used to use people because it was always about, I was the most self-centered thing because I was like, what does this person offer me? What do you bring to the table that I can benefit from? Can you benefit from me? Absolutely. Like it's it's a give and take. But I was also I was always that's pure in that though. <sighs> like Depending I was with the, yeah. I was Severity. with that guy for so many years, almost 7 years that I was with this guy because he was a doctor. And I was like, what kind of lifestyle can you give me? How many times can I look past the awful things that you've done to me and the awful things that you've said to me because of a lifestyle that you could bring to me potentially? And that's using people. Right. I confess to going out on dates with guys in the past just for a hot meal. I used people. You use people for different things. Uh, this nightmare of mine, I was in a high rise hotel, but it like horror story style, like a high rise. Like I was on like the 21st floor. As long as it was a Lady Gaga suite from, um, (laughs) I was in like the 21st floor, but the inside of the hotel room was my parents' house from when I was like 10. The one with the tree. Yeah. And stickers on the window. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. And I was in that place and I started looking around and everyone there was in a costume. So it was like a costume party. Okay. And I was like, well, we love a costume party. 
And then I started realizing that every single person in this room is someone I have used for something. Oh, dude. Every single person was someone I had used. And then I see somebody who's trying to make conversation with me. And I was like, who are you? And he was like, oh, you know who I am. And he described the situation. And I was like, oh, my God, I know exactly who this is. And he was like, welcome to your party. And then he pushed me out the 21st floor, out the window. And when I hit the ground, I woke up. And I was like, I have to write this down because this is definitely something I need to learn from. Don't die in your dream, man. Isn't that awful? Uh, my brain did that to me. Your my brain has done some weird things. I can't remember. I just remember that when I woke up, I felt very vulnerable mm-hmm. <laughs> and very, very sweaty. <laughs> I was like, my brain did that to me, but yeah, it's also. But it, these are a things to that you've from. you've thought about. It is. It's something back. that I. It is because there. You know, I I meditate. I'll lay in here and meditate, and just sometimes the things that float in your head, you're like. Oh, I need to repress that. <laughs> push it down. Push it down. Mm-hmm. Put put some put a put a carpet over it. Sweep you know sweep that under the rug. Bruh, but that goes the same place that all your subconscious goes, and you know what you can't control when you're asleep. Uh-huh. And that's what happened. It all uh-huh. bubbled up, and it I had said, this awful nightmare. We got enough for a sitcom episode. It literally was my past rising up to kill me. Oh well, I'm that's <laughs> literally what it was, and uh, I appreciated it. You know, after I calmed down and. My heart rate returned to normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was definitely a lesson to learn. Um, I text Kristen about it. I was like, this is what happened. And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, it, we're, we're in a time of self-discovery. We're oh, in a time. Didn't ask for it, but here it is. Yeah, you didn't ask for 2020, but she's here. Oof, what a dumpster um, fire. <clears throat> but not completely. Not 100%. There has there been, been learning moments. Moments, yeah. There's moments in 2020 that ha- they have. For I and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, for every single person in the world that is affected by 2020's coronavirus, every single person has been offered a silver platter. That says, do you want to open this gift that is ascending into a new version of yourself? I have noticed that. Some people repress it. Uh Some people decline it. Some people say, "Um, no, 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 thank you. And they continue to be the same person. Well, new is scary to some people. And it is. And but it and it's sad to see it. It's sad to see it because there are people I had so much respect for that I don't have any respect for anymore. Because I'm like, you were offered, just as every other person was offered, a chance to become a better version of yourself. And you declined it. And I'm not saying it's easy. No. It has not been easy. It's easy. Everybody would do it. We've been in quarantine now for six months. Uh, more. Seven? Yeah. So seven Almost. months. Well, yeah. <coughs> next week will be, well, the next two weeks from now is about seven months. Yeah. So seven months we've been in this quarantine and you've been offered the chance to ascend into a new 
level of yourself, a heightened level of yourself, awareness, um, learning from your past mistakes, becoming a better self for the future and people declined it. And they're, it's one of those things that I've noticed. I don't want to be around those people anymore. Some of them are clients and they come to me and I will try to sweep them right out the door as soon as I'm done with them because I'm like, I will, yeah, I'll do your hair, but I'm, I want this over with because I can't listen to you. And it's sad because, you know, you did have a lot of respect for them and now it's just like, you're not, you didn't take the chance. You didn't take the opportunity to grow because it was scary. What if you saw these people and coming in and being present in that moment in your life as an opportunity to kind of push them towards that? Because maybe that's exactly what they need. Maybe they need someone that can give them a, a kind of a running start to get with it. Because sometimes changing who you are and what you're doing is one of the most terrifying things. It is you the most terrifying thing you can do. Because sometimes but it helps to have someone there who's like, you know, what about this? Here's a little tough love. And, you know, right. maybe that's what you need. Maybe you've been thinking about it and you just hear someone manifest it in words is going to be something that will, you know, change. I, I'm not going to lie. I have done that. No, I've kind of planted those seeds with certain people. Some people it doesn't work with. It's no. just, and, and that's they'll, okay. They'll sit in my barber chair and I'll, you know, I'll bring that up because I'm like, I see where this is, this is going. So I'll bring it up and be like, have you felt this shift in yourself? Have you, have you discovered like a new you? And, and when I just run into the same, like, Oh no, I just, I'm so sad that I'm not working and my job is my entire personality. And now that I don't have a job, I don't have a personality. And all I do is cry over the fact that I don't have a job. And I'm like, you've walked right into the point and you still missed it. It sucks. It really does. Cause there are people that just deserve more. Yeah. They deserve more to you. I thought they did. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. The, you could call it a spiritual, spiritual awakening. You could call it whatever you want, but there's this meme that I saw that was like what you think a spiritual awakening feels like. And it's like a picture of someone going, Oh, Oh, this is what it's like. And then it says, but the reality of going through a spiritual awakening, it was Winona Ryder from Heather's when she's been blown up and she's got soot all over her face and like her hair is disheveled and she's smoking a cigarette and she's like, I've seen some shit. And you're like, that's what it feels like. Yeah what I've gone through over the past seven months, it's painful. The realizations I've had, the things I've had to do to like move on from the person I was, the people I've had to cut ties with, which I'm not, you know, I'm a Scorpio. I don't cut ties with people and then tell you I've cut ties with you. You, you don't notice. Cause I'm like, it's called a slow release. It's a silent, but deadly snip snip uh. of, of ties together and silent, but deadly only is applicable when you fart. Okay. Well, that's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> but, I gotcha. um, Oh, I'm bruised on my arm too. Look at that. 
I'm bruised everywhere. Focus. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a cakewalk, and it is extremely painful. Mm-mm. And I love talking to other people who have gone through this. Um, I was talking to Rashad the other day about it. Um, he, he refers to himself in the third person when he talks about it. He's like, Rashad 2020 is a mindset. And that's how it is. Stephen 2020 is a mindset. Okay. It is a new way of being. It's a new way of existing. It's a new way of thinking. Um, I'm more self-aware. I, uh, I don't know how else to put it. To tag onto that, I think I, I used to be those people at the beginning because, you know, no one expected this to be, you know, seven months. Of, oh, yeah. We were like, know, oh, we'll be back in like a month. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll leave this food in the refrigerator. I'll leave this juice there. It'll be fine. I'll have it later when I forget to bring breakfast. No, no, the fridge is emptied and right. everything was removed. And it was like you starting over. And to be honest, I would, you know. It would be, you know, I'd hit a wall, but then I would, you know, be on social media and I would see people making an a solid effort to change themselves. And I was like, oh, God. And, you know, I used to imagine myself to be all about my job. And even though mm-hmm. I'm back, I think it's made me realize that's not what I am. That's what I am comfortable with. That is what I am self-entitled to say that I am good at it. I enjoy doing it and I think I do it well. And there's a difference between being self-entitled and being humble and then letting the world know. I like to, okay. Let the world know. So I am under the impression from myself that I do a good job at my job. And, uh, you know, I, but I realized, you know, in seeing other people go and find other jobs or go and move their entire life or go and, you know, take adventures by themselves. I said, Okay, and at first I said, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I was like, "No, no, man, I don't, I, I can't." And then the more I really like looked and thought about it, I said, "Okay, I see you, I hear you, I acknowledge you, I see what you were doing. You're not doing this for anyone besides yourself, and I cannot hold you to a higher standard than what you've already put yourself at." And I love it. Yeah, so, man. Yep. 2020 is a mindset. Yep. It's it's not been a cakewalk. <laughs> there has been but cake. But it has been God, it has Mimi. given you an opportunity. Whether you took it or not, that's up to you. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be on this grand scale. It can be little things. It can be the littlest thing, but when you dive into that little thing and go, "Oh, well, I did try this and this has actually worked for me. Well, what does that mean? Dive into that. Be like, dissect it and be like, oh, I did this because I wanted to better myself in this. And now I feel a different kind of way towards that. You know, there, yeah. there's always something there that you can, that you can, you can dive into. Something there just wasn't there before. Right. Um, which brings me to another point that you outlined which was um the new beauty and the beast ride at disney <laughs> in uh at tokyo is beautiful it is we watched the whole thing on youtube felt, we were like oh 15 minutes and then 15 <laughs> minutes later we we're like was that 15 minutes i was it taken was on gorgeous. a journey and i felt emotions but what was it 
Uh, your idea of me is not my responsibility to Ooh, live up to. I will drink to that. I would drink to that if I had any. Well, I'm not going to shark you because Rona. Um, do you like your drink? I think my mouth is a little numb now, so yeah. I think you're making shit up because I did not put that much <laughs> in there. I measured yours. I gave you a two-ounce pour and six ounces of... of, of uh, Creme soda? Well, six ounces of mixer. Oh. There's other stuff in there. Okay. So what I was Is trying to what I was trying to emulate in yes your or no. in your cocktail. Yes or no? No. Oh. What I was trying to emulate in your cocktail was a butterbeer. Okay. So I don't know what it tastes like in the first place. Yeah. I know what true. butterscotch tastes like. So I can make you an actual like if we go to like total wine, I can get you the things to make it. It's really good. Um oh. A butterbeer proper is vanilla vodka, butterscotch liqueur, cream soda, and then you top it with like a marshmallow froth. Minus the top, yes. Well, you can have like vegan marshmallow. Yes. You just, you literally melt them down and you add air. No, you add something else to make it like a whipped cream sugar kind of thing. And you put that on top. But uh, what I, what I gave you was cream soda, a splash of vanilla, some bourbon and some uh, simple syrup. No cream soda. I, the first ingredient I said was cream soda, vanilla. Oh, then I thought you said rum. No, I didn't. I was going to make it with rum and I was like, you know what? Butterbeer and bourbon would be a better match. And uh, yeah. So what was funny is I had to make a cocktail twice because in my liquor cabinet, I had butterscotch liqueur. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have butterscotch liqueur. And I, like, looked at it, shake, you know, shook it, smelled it, smelled great. And I went and poured it into your drink, and mold came out. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's done. So I threw it away <laughs> and had to restart your cocktail. Oh, God bless. Your idea of me is not my responsibility to live up to. I love that. Go on. It's true. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Go on feel about that um don't cry for me alabama that's from miss congeniality <laughs> wow. i love that movie I throw my hands up i love i love the second one when the makeup artist is posing as like the grandson and he's got her dolled up as like an 87 year old woman and he takes her to the nursing home and she says something ridiculous. And he like looks at the nursing home attendant and goes, do you have a euthanasia program? <laughs> and I use that joke all the time. Oh my God. I love that joke. Do you have a euthanasia program? I remember when I was giving, I was going to have my wisdom teeth t- taken out. Uh, my mother hated that every time I referred to it, I was like, you know, my surgery was 11 and I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting euthanized at 11. And she was like, don't say that. And then I was like, I took a Snapchat on the way and I was like, on my way to get euthanized. And she was like, stop saying that. And then I got there and I've got the oxygen tubes in my mouth, in my nose. And then I've got like the IV and I took a selfie with the IV and the, the oxygen. And I was like, it's time to get euthanized. See you later. (laughs) She hated that. I mean, you know, as, as one does. Uh, what else you got? Um, Probably our last one. Let's see. Make it a make it a good one. Make it a double entendre. Yeah. Did you ever see that stupid movie with Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lewis? 
Jennifer Lewis. I love Jennifer Lewis, the mother of Black Hollywood. God, uh, I love her. She's loudmouth and she is quick. Fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. She did have that great song. I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. Um, but she she was in this movie. I can't remember what it was called, but her daughter's name was Entendre. Oh yes. And yeah, she was like, oh. I can't remember the name of it. Because RuPaul she, had did a podcast with yep, Jennifer Lewis, and yep, they were yep, talking yep. about it. That's what it was. And she, she, and she was like, "Make me a drink, make it a double entendre," and it's just the stupidest line. Oh my god! And what was another one? Uh, oh, the other daughter was like Mezzanina, and it's like, "Meet me on the Mezzanina." <laughs> it's just stupid. Oh my god. Uh, I love it though. I love Jennifer Lewis. Motherfucking Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> okay, I got one. Okay, right? okay. All right. Let me make sure this is the right one. Okay. Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you've come. Ooh. Remember how far you've come. Remember everything you have faced, all the battles you have won, and all the fears you have overcome. Oh, I love that. It's true. End quote. Especially in 2020, like what we were talking about with... Ascending into a new mindset. It like, doesn't need to be big. How. It doesn't need to be grandeur. It it needs to be substantial to you. And if that's getting out of bed, good for you. Yeah. Maybe your fear is that today you're going to do nothing and setting foot on the floor is brings you one step closer to that. Yeah. But show yourself that you can, you know, go wash your face, wash your ass <laughs> and your face. Put on some deodorant if that's your thing. And, you know, walk outside the front door. Do you got to stay there? No. But guess what? You got farther than you thought you were going to today. Yeah. That is a fear you have overcome. There's a lot of there's a lot of times that, like, little victories are, like, the way to go, you know? Mm-hmm. I, used to, I, I used to teach at Paul Mitchell, and that was our whole culture of the school was celebrating the victories, and it didn't matter how small they really were so like one of the things that we did um at paul mitchell we would we would call it a facing i can't remember what the acronym stands for um something celebrated i don't know but you would if i if i were to face dylan um good luck for today oh um i would say I would get up in front of the entire school on on the stage with the microphone, turn to Dylan and be like, I would like to face Dylan because today neither of us felt like doing a podcast, but we pulled it together and it was his idea to put it together. And he wrote the script and he assembled everything because my ankle is stupid and I couldn't do it myself. And I want to face him for that. It's a public recognition of something that you did that made my day easier or made my day better or enriched it in some way. And that's a facing at Paul Mitchell. I love it. And then we did things at the end of the day. We, we started the day off with facing because that's, you know, it raises spirits. It raises the morale of the school. Uh-huh. And then um, towards the end of the day, we would do, let's do our celebrations for the day. So what are you celebrating? Oh, well, I am celebrating that color theory finally clicked for me. And I understand what hair color theory is. And I get it. That's a big victory. But then you'd get to the next student and they're like, 
I didn't have anybody to go to lunch with. And this person said that they would go to lunch with me. That's my, that's my victory for the day. Beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that's the Paul Mitchell culture. And I love the Paul Mitchell culture. I love it. Love it. Love it. I, when I worked at the school, I lived and breathed the Paul Mitchell culture because it was so loving the, you know, if, if we had a new, a new class start, uh, a new class starts every nine weeks for mm-hmm. the night school. So on week nine when, or, you know, week one, when the, per, when the, when the class would start, we would kind of, it's funny cause they all signed up because they saw the culture throughout the school, right mm-hmm. on their tour. Yeah. But then the night that they are there and they're like, okay, it's, it's, you know, it's really happening. It's really starting. We would greet them at the door and be like, welcome, high fives, welcome in. You look great. Look at this outfit, you know, whatever. Boost them up. And then they would go to their classroom and they would all sit down and there's no teachers or anything. And they're like, oh my God, I'm just so nervous. I can't believe this is happening. I, I'm finally starting school. I'm finally starting this career that I wanted to do. And then we would have like one teacher go in and they're like, good morning or good afternoon. Um, I'm your teacher. And it was just kind of like dry. And then she would shut the lights off and then we would like beat on the door and every person who worked for the school would come into the room and we would do like a soul train dance down the center of the, of the thing. And we were, we were all dancing to um, blame it on the boogie from Jackson five and getting everyone involved. And then we would invite the entire school into this tiny little space and we're all rocking out and we're doing like dance moves. And the, the kids are like, Oh my God, this is like the coolest school that you could possibly go to. I'm sitting in this dream seat. Yeah. And I enjoy and it's it. Gr- and we all have our phones out, by the way, we all have our phones out and we're all, we have the flash on. So it looks like all these, like, it's just like a, a disco of a seizure of, waiting to happen. God. Right. <laughs> and then, on day two to welcome them in, um, we would do a pancake breakfast. So that was my duty. I was cooking. I cooked thousands of pancakes. Should have made them in the air fryer. And we, <laughs> we didn't have an air fryer. Uh, we had a griddle. We had like four griddles going at the same time. Nope. nope. And so uh, we did a pancake at Boy Scout camp. Yeah. And we would do um, everyone who was just starting for the very first time got to eat for free. And all the other students could eat for a donation. And that went to the school's charity fund. Okay. I, I loved working at Paul Mitchell. I really did. And I would do I it again. I love hearing you talk that. about it. You always I'm passionate about that place. You're passionate about a lot of things. I'm this passionate included. about Paul Mitchell, the school. If you're it's looking like to ASMR. go to hair school, if you're looking to go to hair school, fucking do it and go to Paul Mitchell. I know it's expensive. I know the price tag is like... Oof. I think it's a good ten thousand dollars more than it is than it was when I went. Not gonna lie, but you get so much. You could go to Woody's Hair School on the corner of Fifty and Colonial and pay two thousand dollars, but you're gonna learn dick. You are not gonna learn anything, and because that school, I, I feel like every other school, their philosophy is like. Well, we're just teaching the basics. Mm. You're going to learn on the job. You know what I don't want to do? Learn hair on the job. You know what people don't like? Learning <laughs> on the job. You know what people don't head. like is walking away from their hair service going, God, they fucked me up. Like, 
No, I no. Nah, Don't do fam. that. So I that's why uh, when I went to school there and when I taught there, I it, I'm sure that the uh the statistic is the same because it's I for me teaching and me going to the school was about nine, 10 years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but the statistic was a Palmachal graduate graduates with five years knowledge in the real world. So if you take somebody fresh out of cosmetology school from this campus and compared them to a Palmachal student, the Palmachal student has five years experience on the other person. And that will take you. And that's worth forever. the money. Yeah, I would say so. When I went, it was, I think it was $13,000 I paid. And Which is still a fraction compared to what <laughs> I paid. Well, yeah. And then and I didn't use my degree. The kids that I taught in, in Paul Mitchell, I think they were, they were paying twenty three, twenty four thousand. 24,000. Mm. But they also offered more. So it was still the same amount of hours, but they had more classes to offer, including the makeup department, which I, which I taught. Uh, I could I could do a whole episode on Paul Mitchell. I oh, fucking love that place. Have a I love it. We would end one. every single day after our victories, and we went around the room celebrating our victories. We would also point out people who were visionaries. So a visionary is a student who thinks outside the box and does extraordinary things without being told to do that. So like... We like that. You know, you have a free day, so you have your mannequin head and you can do whatever you want to it. You can cut it, you can color it, you can do whatever. And this student went upon themselves to highlight and color this mannequin head. And I walk over and go, oh my God, that looks really good. Like that's a thousand dollar hair service. That's a visionary because they did it on their own and they used their smarts to do so. But then we would end every single day on the clinic floor after all the guests were gone, obviously, after the, all the guests were gone, we would clean up all the stations and they would, we would put on a song and we would have like a line dance to the song. And it's just a way to like dance everybody right out the door and be Dancing like, all right, bye. Fixes so many things. Yeah. And that was that. I could do a whole podcast uh, on it. I love we, it. I love let's it. just say that Steven's not a spokesperson for Paul Mitchell's uh, For legal reasons, I have to say I do not work for Paul Mitchell anymore. <laughs> um, I do represent the company. I am still a company representative. Uh, if you need any product references, just let me know. I will point you in the right direction. But for legal reasons, I have to say I don't work for the company anymore. Also, dancing creates serotonin in others when they see you having a fun time. Yep. And we'll talk about that another time. Oh, I, I love Sarah Tonin. I love Miss Sarah. Oh, is she girl? First she looking name good. Sarah, she be- last name Tonin. Oh, love her. Gated up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're gay. All right. But yeah. But that's well, all I got. If I keep going, I'm going to talk more about Paul Mitchell. Yes, yeah, so we'll have to have an ex- disclaimer. There's an extended version. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll say some material for next week. You know what? You know what? I will say one more thing about Paul Mitchell. I will tell you the reason I chose Paul Mitchell over Aveda. Because they are neck and neck as far as exclusivity, uh-huh. um, people who are drawn to them. So I heard about Aveda first, and I was like, well, let's do Aveda. So I went to the Aveda school, came in, and the lady was like, do you have an appointment? Oh, nope, bye. Snooty as hell. And she bye. was like, do you have an appointment? And I was like, no. I was like, I'm not here for my hair. And she was like, what are you here for? 
And I was like, I'm here to take a tour of the school because I kind of want to go here. And she was like, um, if you don't have an appointment, you're going to have to wait. So you can go sit over there. Ew. And I was like, bye. Seriously? Nope. And she was like, somebody will be with you at some point. I don't know. And I was like, bye. And I left. I didn't even wait. And I was like, fuck this. I'm out. So I left. And literally three blocks down the road is the Paul Mitchell School. And that was second on my list of places to check out. And I was like, okay. Well, first of all, when I walked into Veda, it was like spa music and like relaxing. Uh-uh. And it's all taupe and brown. Someone and who falls asleep easily. shades of brown. And just cut off all your hair on accident. And I was like, okay, it's like, you know, super spa-like up in here. I can right. respect that. Okay. That's fine. So I, I go down to Paul Mitchell, second on my list, and I get there. And it's like this sleek black design with white lettering that says Paul Mitchell, the school Orlando. And I'm like, okay. And I walk in and everything in that place is either concrete, black or white with one wall that was like chartreuse green. And I was like, okay, obviously the color design and theming is amazing. And I walk, I open the door and you, it's literally like peaceful outside and you walk in the door and you hear thump, 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 and it's like dance club music playing. And I was like, okay, I think I'm here. And I walk up to the front desk and I was like, hi, I don't have an appointment because I'm scarred from a beta. I was like, I don't have an appointment. And she was like, oh yeah, walk-ins are cool. And I was like, but I'm here to like tour the school for a potential student. And she was like, oh my God, hold on can I get you like a glass of water? Would you like, like this? She like offered me all these things and she was like, I'll be right back. And then around the corner, this woman comes and her name is Rhea and she is in full getup 1940s pinup. So she's got the, the leg, like the, uh, fishnets, like a, a little pencil skirt and like a nice blouse and her hair is done in torpedo rolls and she's got like 50 style makeup and she's like, hi, my name's Rhea. How are you? Like, I'll get, I'll show you around. And she gave me like an hour tour of this place. And I was like, I'm sold. I felt home. I felt at home. The first, Im- first impressions are a big deal. They yeah. are a big deal. Fuck way, a beta. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> and Ooh. you know what? You know what I found out later? What? The state of Florida requires you to have 1200 hours to be a cosmetologist. Oh, you go to Paul Mitchell for 1200 hours and then you are celebrated and you're out the door with five years experience at Aveda. It doesn't matter if the state requires you to take 1200 hours. You have to take 1800. Oh, you can take 1200 and you can go take your test and be like, okay, I completed it, but they don't give you a certificate of completion unless you hit 18. Okay, a little overkill. But yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> so that's all I have to say about the matter. Uh, we got to get going before I go into more detail about Paul Mitchell. If you want more information about Paul Mitchell, hit me up on any of my social media. I will fill you in. Yes, you shall. He's very passionate. So. <laughs> for legal reasons, I don't work for Paul Mitchell. school anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. For legal reasons, that. I don't work for Paul Mitchell at all, except for a uh, uh, brand rep. Oh, that's we it. Got it. We got it. All right, just for legal reasons, I have to reinstate. all right guys thank you for hanging out and we're going to spew some more truth for you at a later date so apologize that these aren't as consistent as they should be life's a little weird but we get them to you uh whenever we can thank you for being here it's going to be hopefully more 
more frequently. So thank you so much. Um, Mm -hmm. Always be nice to one another. Or at the very least, be cordial. I got it a little bit so much. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Until next time. Bye. Bye.